Thank God it's Tuesday, mainly because it's not Monday, but also because you can listen to Anna and Marta, your two very good friends from You've Got Five Options. Join us while we are solving yet another life challenge. And if you decide to share your problem with us, yours can be next. Today's challenge came from Tobias. Tobias would like to start his own business, but he is really having a hard time quitting his current job. He has his resignation form signed and ready, but he's procrastinating telling his boss. He has some challenges when it comes to shyness and self-confidence. We have prepared five key goodbyes and hellos for Tobias. If you want to know what they are, then you should definitely stay tuned. Hello everyone, this is Marta and this is Anna and this is You've Got Five Options show. Yes, and we are welcoming you on this beautiful Monday and uh, yeah, I think it's still cold, isn't it? Uh, I think it's very cold. Yeah, I, I'm actually traumatized. Like uh, the last uh, three days I spent waiting for buses or trains in a, like a pure cold. I really felt like I'm in Game of Thrones or something. I felt like I'm on the wall. It was terrible. It's like Denmark, I don't know what you are doing, but please stop. Yeah, they should have some better, you know, border control. Right? Exactly. joke. Exactly, you know, you should think about it. What do you think, Lasse? Lasse uh, is here, I, by the way. Yeah, hi, hi. Uh, have a nice Monday. Good morning. Um, <laughs> well, it's a, a late morning uh, on Monday. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's too cold. It should be illegal, I think. It should be, right? Cold. Yeah. Exactly. We should be able to, like, you know, sue someone for that. It's terrible. Yeah. Now, guys, really, I, I am still frozen. I really got frozen uh, last week. And I still didn't like totally got warm again. This is how bad it was. And I think a part of my brain might be also not functioning properly. So if you will hear something weird today, that's that's my brain not working. Okay, maybe maybe that wasn't a necessary uh, point to point out. Point uh, to point out. I think Marta, that help me. Point to point out. I think that we are here in like a really awesome state. Like I have not really slept that this weeks that much <laughs> i think um, i meant years <laughs> okay yeah six years plus but like recent few weeks it has been like pretty tough so my brain is also kind of like um, in a weird state and then lesa told us that he overslept and is kind of so we are a dream team today <laughs> my god we will solve any life challenge that will come our way because together we have one functioning brain you know like if we will add it like the part that is working with me and yours and Lasse I think we have one brain and we can we can do magic with it we just have to coordinate it yes so don't worry Tobias we've got you covered yeah that's the, the name of the guy of course that's the name of the guy that we invented but I like this Tobias it's, it's is it biblical I don't know maybe we can ask Google Google time 
but I would also like to uh, make a little announcement. We have opened last week a YouTube channel where you can listen to all of our radio shows, including our live shows, which are apparently quite embarrassing and hilarious. So if you would like to, uh, if you ever skipped um, any of the radio shows, you can go on YouTube and put in a search You've got five options and then you will find it and you can subscribe it for free. <laughs> so you better do it. Yeah, you better do it. And then you can also, you know, relieve this beautiful moment when you are sitting right now and listening to our uh, show. You can relieve it and relieve it and, you know, because it's it's there and it's for free. And you cannot really see us there uh, yet, but one day You will also be... Well, actually, you can see one of our movies, right? You can see our movies. Yes, we made a movie. Lasse, do you know what? That we made a movie. No, I didn't. <gasps> you Tell didn't. me more. Well, the movie was uh, called... Uh, what was the title? Well, I don't remember the title, but do you like Star Wars? Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Have you to have to see the movie. Now, I know how it was called. It was Saving Christmas with You've Got Five Options and Kylo Ren. Yes, because in a Christmas time, we have received a lot of uh, Christmas-related challenges because apparently, uh, against all odds, this is the most depressing and terrible period of the year and people are like, you know, having a lot of problems. So we have received, I think, five or six challenges in a Christmas time. And then we uh, just thought, okay, maybe it's a good idea just to make a short movie with five tips how to have a great Christmas. But uh, it was also December and The Last Jedi was coming out and I haven't seen it so I was just exploding inside because you know I had a plan to see it on Christmas and uh, let's just say that Marta was wise and uh, very thoughtful and mindful about the advices and I was just uh, disturbing her in my Kylo Ren costume <laughs> and lightsaber and by the way apparently I've heard that I am the worst lightsaber fighter in the galaxy because I didn't got the point that you cannot touch it. So, yeah. So, Lasse, you have to see it. Guys, and you have to see it and you can see it on our YouTube channel, which you can subscribe to for free. The best commercial ever. Yeah, I think I think I sold it. I really, really, I think people will sign out, out of mercy. <laughs> okay. For a very But bad marketing. You know yes. now that we have a YouTube channel that you can see a short movie there and Actually, that movie has an awesome trailer. I think the trailer yes. was... It was maybe even better than the movie, but that's quite typical, isn't it? Yeah, and then you can listen to our shows. Yes. So that's the best channel on YouTube. It's definitely the best Undiscovered Yet channel on YouTube, and it's for free. Yes. And Thank you, Marta, <laughs> for confirming my... Yes, I feel like yes. an insane person that just needed confirmation from a best friend. Like, thank you for being there for But me. But it was a very strong yes. Yes. It wasn't like... Yeah. It was yes. Exactly. A bit demonic. That also happens. <laughs> okay. Okay, so are we ready now to help someone? Yes, we are. Yes. Okay, great. So we got a challenge. Yes, we, we actually get that quite a lot. And not only our own, but also from you guys. And we really, really appreciate. Yes, so we have Tobias who has sent his challenge to us and it's quite a, yeah, quite a challenge. Yeah. And I think that maybe, Anna, you should just, you know, like jump right into it and read it. Yes, I will do that. And Marta, are you ready? Always. Lassa, are you ready? Yes. Because after our estimation, it looks like you have the biggest amount of brain working properly. 
Oh, I so, don't know about that. Okay. Okay. Let's <laughs> listen to Tobias challenge. So, the challenge goes like this. I would really like to start my own business. I know exactly what it will be and I have a well-researched and I have well-researched how to deal with all the practical things. I have consulted a mentor with my business plan and it looks like uh, a really solid and promising thing. Yet I am stuck. Even though I have my resignation form printed and signed, I keep on second guessing myself. I have been procrastinating telling my boss. He's such a lovely gentleman who has been a great manager to me. I really don't want to disappoint him. It's very difficult to say goodbye to my good colleagues and the nice routine I've developed over the years. I feel that I'm missing the self-confidence and the trust that it will all work out. I'm also quite a shy person and I have no idea how to overcome that as I will have to do the networking and reach out to potential clients. Do you have any good tips for me? Yes, Tobias, in case you have not suspected it, we do have five good tips for you. Five. Yes, that's actually um, just to sell you the secret also for free. We always come up with five things. That's why we are actually called You've Got Five Options. Yes. Boom. Yes. Yes. Okay, but it's a it's a good challenge, Marta. You are right. It's a, like a solid challenge. We mm-hmm. we we do receive quite uh, a big number of challenges that are related to moving on in your professional life, mm-hmm. and or even starting from like figuring out what to do with your uh, professional life and uh, how to switch jobs and how to find out what you would like to do in the future. But it's the first one where we have a person that he knows he wants to start his own business. He knows exactly what it's going to be. He made all the research that needed to be made. He has a confirmation from a mentor that his business plan looks solid. It's very promising. And he's stuck. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you are right. Actually, lately we have been receiving all these challenges with people not knowing what they want. This guy actually knows what he wants and he is covered by all the facts and research. Really interesting. And the other part of the challenge, he is admitting that he also likes the comfort zone he's in and he he's afraid to tell to his boss because he doesn't want to disappoint him which is interesting. So if he feels like it's personal, if he will say, I want to quit, then the boss will take it in a way personally. And, you know, of course, the nice routines. But also there is another bit of being quite shy. And yes, indeed, when you do have your own business, you have to get out there. You have to start to network. You have to make some kind of a PR. You have to reach out to people. So he is also seeing some sort of a obstacle there. But now the question is, how many of those things are actual obstacles and how many could be potential excuses? Yeah, that's always a really good question. And uh, with the manager, it seems like uh, Tobias feels some, at least that's how I read it, he feels like some gratitude towards the Mm -hmm. manager. He says that it has been a great manager to him. So probably he feels very thankful towards him. And probably he has received some very good, I don't know, either help or mentoring or something. He feels he has received something good from the manager. So he kind of doesn't want to disappoint him. It's almost like breaking up with a person that was really good for you, but you don't feel it anymore. And that's exactly, yeah. That's exactly how uh, we have prepared the answer, because it really looks, Tobias, that you are ready to move on. You've got all the facts and preparation in place. And I really think that the best thing that you can do right now is to say a couple of good goodbyes 
and hellos. So it's time to say goodbye to the things that have served you well, but no longer serve you and say hello to a few things. So it's about making a transition from your past life to your new life. That was really beautifully put, Marta, you know, the things that have served you well, but not necessarily serve you anymore. And this is actually really, really great because, you know, the fact that sometimes I think even if I again related to a breakup, it's really easy to break up with someone or to end the relationship when things are, you know, falling apart and you are fighting. But what if you don't feel the same or you are ready to reach a new level? I think actually it, it, when I related to, to because it's a human relation between him and the boss, I can actually understand that can be even more challenging. Totally. Yes. And that's actually the, well, I will tell you first the five goodbyes and hellos, mm -hmm. and then we will go into this first one with the boss, which uh, you, Anna, have a very good point that it feels like a breakup. Mm -hmm. So the first goodbye is saying goodbye to your boss. The second one is saying goodbye to your old life and routines, saying hello to your shyness. Yes, saying hello to your shyness and saying hello to your self-confidence. And the last one, saying hello to the trust. Beautiful. You know, now I really think we should think about the music because it would fit so well. Time to say goodbye. You know the song? Mm -hmm. Thank God, because if I would sing it on a radio, that could be the end of me. And then you can also put hello by Lionel Richie, not Adele, because that's depressing. But you know, we, we should think about music. Actually, guys, if you would like to listen to some music at our radio show, just uh, send us a message on our new website, www.the5options5asanumber.com. And we actually have a form there that you can fill in and you can either tell us, except of sending us the challenge, you can also uh, give us idea for a radio show or even be our guest or just make any comments. So if you would like to hear some music, please let us know. But I think this is Marta, really, we never made it in this form. Of course, it's always five. But I love this idea saying goodbye to some old things and saying hello to some new things or actually the things that you might perceive as an obstacle, more like, you know, taming an animal, you know, okay, I'm shy. Hello to that. I, I love it. Okay. Good job, Marta. Amen. Fist bump. Hopefully Tobias also loves it. <laughs> yeah, I also hope so because otherwise otherwise we would just have to play music for him. But anyway, let's start with this saying goodbye to your boss. And you already started to give that uh, that really good point that when you feel that you have had like a really good boss, someone who has served you well as a boss <laughs> for a while and you feel some kind of attachment and also gratitude towards that person, it is quite difficult to say goodbye to it because you are like, yeah, if I had a shitty boss, it would be like easy. I have a shitty boss. I'm just going to quit my job. But when you have a great manager that you have been growing with, but you apparently simply can't grow any longer or simply you have another path. You have already learned everything that you could have learned, but you have nothing to complain about regarding your boss. And it is a fact that people leave their managers much more frequently than they leave their job. Mm -hmm, that's so correct. Many people can really like their job, but if they don't like the manager, they will be much more likely to quit it than if they don't like their job, but like the manager. 
it's still about leadership. We still like to have good leaders, good managers, and so on. And it's much more difficult to quit it than even if we love the job, but the manager is really crappy. Yeah, actually, I totally agree. You know, uh, the first job I took in corporation, I will not disclose the name of that corporation, but it was a corporation nevertheless. Danish one. Okay, I'm not saying anything more. The first time I was hired in because I had three different uh, positions within the same company, I chose the job because of the manager. I The job was, I was overqualified for the job and she told me, I see you are overqualified, but if you will agree, I will really develop you and stuff. And she was a fun, that was the best manager I ever had. And I took it because of her, only because of her. And I, I loved her and it was a fantastic decision. And I remember actually when she resigned because she moved first to another company and she said that the hardest part for me was to tell you guys, to tell my people that I'm leaving because I love you all. You are all fantastic. We made a great team and we were a great team. We were also highly performing team. But she was like, that was, she said she was nervous. She was stressed. So actually she was like, you know, Tobias thing. But then she felt a different type of a responsibility because she felt like we are a little bit like, well, maybe not her children because she, she was kind of our age. But she said it was the worst part of all to go and tell us that she's leaving and now we have to have a new manager or something. So this is actually against all odds. Having a great relationships at work might be even more challenging for you when you want to quit that job. Yeah, but it really is like a breakup. I think many of us have been in this kind of uh, relationship where we have a nice girlfriend or a boyfriend. It's fine. We and and a, they are great humans. They are. They have a lot of qualities, right? Yeah. But we just don't feel it. We mm -hmm. we just know it's not the one. But it's fine. We are not fighting. We have a good communication. It's a good person, loyal, faithful, whatever kind of good qualities. But we don't feel it inside. It's very difficult to break. Better the person is, worse it gets actually, because then you are thinking like, what the hell am I doing? You know, this is a this is a fantastic person. I don't want to hurt him or her. So I think that I think in case of of this situation, Tobias, when when you when you will have to say goodbye to your boss, especially to your boss, but also to your colleagues, I think, uh, well, if your boss is great, of course, we don't know exactly how the boss is. But I also think that a great manager normally has a quality of a of a of a great leader and a father or a mother. So that person usually wants to see his employees grow and wants to see his employees evolve and will not cause you any problems or put you into like, why are you leaving or something like this? Although it can happen, but I think that a very honest um, conversation uh, with your manager, also like reviewing all the things that you have together achieved, it's the first necessary step for you. And then, Tobias, you might discover that maybe it's not about you being afraid to disappoint your manager, but you being afraid of leaving your manager, who is a great, fantastic person. I think it's very likely. I mean, we are always the most afraid of what is actually in our own head. Yes. We tend to project those things mm -hmm. to other relations, but it is usually uh, that it, <laughs> what really hurts us the most is what is in our heads. Yeah, I totally agree. And I could even think because I, I think that, yeah, you might be afraid that you will disappoint your manager. I think that is a part of it. But I think the uh, feeling you are afraid the most is, you know, feeling... Oh my God, feeling that you are feeling some things might be cut out 
some maybe not, but remember, half of my brain or a part of it is still frozen. Well, maybe a little. So what I meant is, I think that even when we are in a relationship that no longer serves us with a fantastic person, we are afraid that we will leave that person to pursue other things and then we will regret it. And actually people around us many times are saying, what the hell are you doing? This is a fantastic person. You know, he's so good to you. He takes care of you or she is so in love with you and she created, I don't know, home for you. What is wrong with you? You will regret it. And it can be the same because now you are going into unknown, your own business. And you have this great manager, great leader that you can lean on. And some people would say, listen, what's your problem? You have a good job. You have a great manager. And now you're going on your own, you are throwing this to the garbage. And I think that that could also be a problem here. And that's definitely a very tough thing to go through. But unfortunately, or I would actually say fortunately, life is about growing. Mm -hmm. If we are staying in the same place, we will never feel good. We as humans need to transform, grow, develop. It simply is the way it is. Of course, we can stay in a comfort zone for a while. That's also a good place to be for a while. It could be when we have, for example, children, uh, small children that need a lot of support. But in a longer run, it's going to create us some, you know, issues. Of course it will. Of course it will. You know, it's like being idle or in a limbo for years. The funny thing is, Many people don't even realize it, but they do feel it. They do feel lack of motivation, inspiration, energy or passion in their life. And they don't know what's going on and they live through motions. And I think, Tobias, you have discovered that you want to do something else. I think you are ready. And, you know, it's not like you had an idea. You made so much research. You even have a business plan that is actually a good business plan, at least according to your mentor. You are freaking ready. We can see in your actions that you are one lack out already. That's why you will have to say goodbye to your boss. The wonderful boss you had, uh, no matter how fantastic he is, he is no longer a part of your journey. And this is the, the thing that you have to accept right now. Exactly. So now that we have established this and we know you are ready because you have that resignation form printed and signed uh, from yourself, uh, how can you actually say that goodbye so that it is a good, solid goodbye that allows you to move on. There are some nice ways to say goodbye. And I think, uh, Anna, you have read about uh, some of them. And maybe you could comment on uh, some of those good rituals, actually, or uh, yeah, like rituals of saying goodbye. I knew this part will come. And now I will hope that my brain will start to unfreeze. Well, first of all, when I'm thinking about it right now, because now we are just having a discussion, right? One of the most difficult goodbyes you have to do, it's not actually with your boss, it's in your own head with your boss. Because there is one aspect to it. Of course, you will have a meeting with your boss and you will tell him. And you might prepare a speech or whatever you want to say. But I don't really think that the reaction will be uh, you disappointed me or something. I think that the, the reaction will be I'm very happy for you. Go, grow and, and just move on. And I wish you all the luck and so on. Right. 
So uh, the goodbye you have to do is in your own head. And I think what will help you is to remind yourself why you are actually deciding to leave. Why do you want to uh, start your own business? And then have the generate the gratitude for what you have already experienced with your manager, because I am absolutely sure that your manager was a part of, of that inspiration. I am sure that because you had a great leader, you developed some skills or maybe a little bit of confidence. So I would maybe even write down all the things that I have learned from my manager just to build that gratitude in me. So you will also feel better, not like a, a son that is you know, running away from a father, but you will actually remind yourself that you are grateful towards him. And I think another thing I would write down are the reasons why I need to move on, why I need to leave right now and to present it afterwards. Of course, not in a bullet point or PowerPoint presentation, but uh, Having that exercise of I'm really grateful that I met you and you were my leader and you were my manager. And those are the reasons because this is what I learned. But now it's time for me to move on. And the reasons for that are those. It's really, really a good idea in my opinion. Actually, I, this is something I would probably also do if I would have to end a relationship with a person that is fantastic, uh, yet I have to go. So it is really about acknowledging that it has been an important person in your life and find that gratitude in you and basically say thank you mm -hmm. So uh, to this person and like really show your gratitude and say, look, I am really, really grateful that I've met you and that you were my leader, but I really have to move on. Yeah, it's, it's and time I, for me. I think that the you, Marta, said it very well to say thank you. But I think many times we are overusing words like thank you or I'm sorry or whatsoever. We we just say thank you for everything. It was great. Bye bye. But here you can actually make a little bit of an effort with this gratitude exercise and really write down things. You know, I remember, let's say, first week when I was here and you did this and that. Of course, it can be emotional, but it's okay because you are saying goodbye to a great manager and you are saying goodbye to, in some aspect, uh, your old life. So I think it's good to point this one out uh, and get a little bit sentimental, but it's also important for you to also write down for yourself why you want to move on. It's the same like for kids going to college, I think as well, you know, like I, I love my parents, but I need to go explore and what do you think? Yeah, I think it's a really good tip for you, Tobias, because you really are ready. You really are ready to move on and you're just procrastinating this because probably you still have some fears. And of course, we will touch upon the challenges that you have mentioned further on, like your self-confidence, the trust, the shyness and so on. But it's a really good thing for you to do because you need it for your own sake meaning that part that Anna you have mentioned in your own head, you have to say goodbye in your own head. And then probably by writing down what you're grateful for and why do you have to leave, it hopefully will be easier. We hope so too. We will be looking into saying goodbye to your old life and routines. Yes. Thank you now, Anna, for being the great confirmation. Uh, I had to repay it. So yes. Amen. Fist bump. 
yeah, we, you know, like we are best friends, so we can count on each other. And there is a strong yes. Yes. Lasse, can we get a yes from you? Yes. Okay, that was strong as well. It is very strong. It seems that Lasse wants to be our best friend too. Yes, I thought <laughs> that he is our best friend already. No? I, I thought so too. I don't know. <laughs> so it's me. Okay, I'm sorry. Maybe I just checked. <clears throat> that was awkward. Lasse, okay. are you subscribed on our YouTube channel? Yes, yes, I, I am. Awesome. That's how we make friends. That's why how we recognize friends. And one point to all of my friends. If you are really my friends, then you are already sus subscribed, guys, on the YouTube channel. And if you are really my friends, then not only you have subscribed to the YouTube channel, but you have made at least five of your friends to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Whoa. You know, it's not easy to be my friend. <laughs> Apparently, huh? No, no, Marta, it's you who is rejecting us, you know. Lasse thought he's our best friend and you're like, eh. Okay, guys, you are my friends. I am a very friendly person. It just, I just don't show it always. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Maybe you have a challenge. So, saying goodbye to your old life and routines. Well, Tobias, it seems that that job that you have had was like really nice. You've had a great manager, you've had nice colleagues and you developed some nice routines over the time. And it created that nice comfort zone where you were feeling fine, but you no longer feel all that fine there because you have printed out your resignation and you are just waiting on how to do it. So basically, we wanted to talk to you a little bit about, you know, just saying goodbye to your old life and welcoming the new life because we people need to grow. And for a while, we can be in our comfort zone, but it will actually create discomfort over time. The challenge here is, of course, that when we are about to grow, we also feel discomfort. Yeah, and I think that this is one of those things that we simply have to accept. Yeah, and that's something that this discomfort, you have two types of discomforts, right? When you have to grow, where you have to take that big step into the unknown, your brain freaks out because your brain considers a new situation as a danger. So, of course, your brain would like you to stay safe, efficient, because our brain is primitive. Our brain wants us to stay as secure as possible. But there is more to us than only the brain. And the reality is that we people need to grow. And that growth comes with a discomfort because it's unknown, because we don't know how it's going to end up. But when you have found yourself in discomfort place in your comfort zone, then you have to weigh these two types of discomforts. You can have the one in your comfort zone that is safe, but you feel you're not growing, you feel probably un unmotivated, uninspired, and you have maybe a little bit scarier discomfort on the other side of the growth and going out there and reaching out for your dreams. So you just kind of have to right now weigh which discomfort is actually biting your ass more. <laughs> <laughs> what if the discomforts are biting the boat butt cheeks? <laughs> And it's hard to <laughs> estimate. Okay, that was just a wild thought I have. Lasse, what do you think? Is it possible? <laughs> <laughs> Commercial break. So anyway, the thing is that... <laughs> <laughs> How do you want to smoothly go from <laughs> to discomfort? Biting your ass cheeks to, to, to ass cheeks. Sorry for my language. 
But cheeks to this, I will tell you, okay. I can make it. I make can it. make a smooth transition. Yes, do it. So if you find yourself at a point of time where you feel both of them are biting you in the same level, yeah, probably you have to do some exercises uh, or maybe you have to give yourself a little bit of time to figure out. But what I wanted to tell you is that discomfort inside your comfort zone is not taking you anywhere. Mm-hmm. And the discomfort that is about the one about growing and going out of your comfort zone, it's maybe more insecure, a little bit more scary, but it's actually the one that can take you somewhere. I was actually having a thought. Congratulations. Thank you very much. I am also amazed by myself. Such a good friend, right, Lasse? Uh, so my thought was, because you mentioned about the fear from the unknown, which is a pretty, uh, I think, obvious link from the fact that, yeah, our brain wants to keep us in a comfort zone because then it's the most efficient, it keeps us safe. What if Tobias will have 100% guarantee that his business idea will work, he will get money, and he will be successful, and it will be in a year, everything will work. Do you know what? For some people, this actually might become demotivating. Because? Because you have a guarantee what will happen. You have a full guarantee what will happen. It will happen. This is how it will be. I just discovered that if I would know that I will smoothly achieve my goals, and let's say by the end of the year, I am totally rich, and I achieved everything, and I know it now, Somehow, I'm like, what am I striving for? I think uh, there is a certain level of uncertainty that keeps us going. Yes, apparently for you, Tobias, there is not really that much uncertainty inside your comfort zone. If you just manage to embrace it and see it as something that will allow you to have more motivation to strive more for your business is actually something good. No, I really am thinking right now about this. Like, what if we suddenly get a guarantee for everything in our life? Would there be anything to strive for or fight for? That would actually probably be quite depressive, right? Because it would be quite depressive if because I just have had that golden thought because it also allows you opportunities. Not everything will turn out exactly as you planned. Revelation. Sometimes it can take you to a totally different place. Uncertainty is scary, but also phenomenal because when you cannot figure out everything, when you don't have guarantees, you can end up anywhere in a good place, in a bad place, in a fantastic place. And I think it's it. this is the magic of life. This is that enchantment element. And I hope Tobias would be able to see it. Yeah, Tobias, so basically embrace that golden thought from Anna. Really spend some time with that thought uh, that uh, this uncertainty is actually something that keep us going in life. And certainty of everything is actually a place where we could potentially even get depressed. And, you know, think about it. Embrace it. The reality is that life is about growing and that means transformation and that means that you will have to leave the things behind. And here, of course, you can make a similar exercise as you did in this in saying goodbye to your boss, where you simply write down all that you have been grateful and all that you have learned in your life until now and how that served you well. And then write down why It's time to leave it behind. And why do you actually have to say goodbye to it and move on? And hopefully that will be a nice ritual for you of saying goodbye to your old life and moving to a new life. 
of course, there is also a few more layers to it because there is also a certain amount of your probably old beliefs that no longer serve you. There is probably a bit of a fear that you have to leave behind. Uh, so there is quite a lot of things. We don't know that much about uh, other things in your life. But in general, it is time in your life to say goodbye to your old self and welcome the new you. So that's something that we wanted to highlight here. And we wanted to uh, tell you also that to make it all not that scary, not like you have to leave everything behind you. It's a nice thing to have one routine that you can keep from your old life to your new life if you feel that would be comforting for you. So maybe every morning you have a nice cup of coffee or a nice cup of tea. You can embrace that routine and that can be your own personal comfort zone that it's not like your entire life has to go now, you know, to the goodbye world and you have to go into something new. Think about a ritual that still serves you, something that you do every day. And that can be your, you know, your own safe place. No matter which job or new company, you can have your own personal safe space in a ritual. Rituals are really great. And if you have something like that and you can keep it, that's great. If you don't have it, you can start developing it right now in your transition. So it's going to be your transition ritual. But if you have had something like that and it serves you, it's something that you can keep with you and it uh, serves you no matter in your old life or in your new life. That's something that can keep you at least internally in your head, in your inner comfort zone, so to speak. Because that's the most important zone and that's the most difficult one to get. Now it's time to move on to saying hello. Yes. Because that's actually the more exciting part. And that's actually the one that uh, probably Tobias is looking uh, forward to. He wants to finally get that resignation form signed by the boss and moving on to the more exciting part. And the first hello that we have is saying hello to your shyness. And that may sound a little bit weird because probably most of the people would like to say goodbye to their shyness because that's probably something that has not served them very well in their life. Well, first of all, it would be good to figure out if you are really a shy person or maybe you're just an introvert. Sometimes we confuse shy people, introvert people and socially awkward people. <laughs> that could be three different things. So. First, yes, of sometimes course, they are all the same person. Yeah, but first of all, it would, of course, be good to figure out, are you really shy or maybe you're just simply an introvert, a person that loads your batteries uh, that when you're alone. But in general, if you are a shy person, that is a part of you that you can embrace, you can integrate and live with it very well. Yeah, because I think the worst thing that we can do <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Where did that come from? Because I think that the worst thing that we can do is to deny who we really are. First of all, I think that shyness is manageable, but I think that this will be something that we will discuss in the fourth question that Marta just is showing me right now on the computer. But I think one of the biggest, and we had the discussions with Marta, one of the biggest mistakes we do, we don't like the parts of us that we perceive as negative. So for instance, I'm shy, that sucks, you know, or um, I don't know, um, 
I'm jealous or sometimes I am uh, aggressive or angry and we try to like shovel it under the carpet, you know, that this is an ugly part of me when in reality, this is still you and Marta actually can talk for hours about this. But that's why I think it's really important to embrace yourself as a whole. And then when you do that, you will be able to work with it in a healthy way, because if you are trying to push it away, like or or self shame yourself with that, I'm shy, I suck, I cannot do it, then uh, I, I think it's it's the very old battle you versus you. It's like you are shaming yourself, you are fighting with yourself. It's it just it will not work. Yeah, I, I actually want to back that up. You know, um, you, you kind of have to accept all aspects of who you are, even the negative aspects, uh, because, you know, that's just part of you and you can't try to suppress them or overlook them. Uh, I think that might even make it worse in time, you know, because then it's a battle against yourself and you kind of start maybe hating yourself. Um, so so you kind of have to acknowledge, OK, maybe I am actually a shy person. Um, what does that mean? Acknowledge it um, and, and try to think about, you know, how can I live my life? How can I make this? I live with shyness. Shyness doesn't live with me. You know, it's me. That's first and foremost. You know, it's not shyness that should be in control of me. You know, it's me that's in control of shyness. But I do. I am maybe shy. Maybe I'm depressed. Maybe I have anxiety. Then it would always be there. It would always be part of you. But you kind of have to acknowledge that it is there and because then you can figure out and accept it, you know, acceptance is the first step to towards uh, change or development, I think. Lasse, that you. was super wise. That was very good, Lasse. Thank you for sharing that reflection with us. And I would say that acknowledging, embracing mm -hmm. and integrating that part of you is very often an entry to healing. So very often you can actually heal that part of yourself so that you can actually reach a level where it is no longer such a big part of you. Yeah. So there is a possibility. I would definitely try to figure out where is that shyness coming from? Because sometimes a shyness can be caused by some uh, circumstances or some events in your life and you may be able to get there and heal it. So it is possible that shyness can be circumstantial. It can be something that has happened in your life that when has you were a kid or something, yeah, yeah. that has driven that shyness into you. So there is definitely some part of shyness that you can heal. But it could be that it's a part of your personality. It could be that it's something that uh, you are just not such a greatly outgoing person. And, you know, thank God, because imagine that every single person is totally self-confident, freaking shying uh, lion. We wouldn't be even able to communicate if everyone would like to, like, show off. Let me tell you about everything, I think. All exactly. the time exactly. <laughs> from everybody. <laughs> we, we need shy people. We need confident people. We need easygoing people. We need a little bit reserved people. That's the whole beauty of the experience of being a human and interacting with others. Yeah. I would definitely point out, you know, if you have listened to us for a while, you know that we think a lot about things that limit us in life and limiting beliefs is something that really does not serve us. So if you are 
like telling yourself you're a shy person, you can be building up on this one. And it could be something that is really not uh, serving you. So I just wanted to highlight it here. We can link to some other of the articles uh, on our website. So you'll be able to find your challenge, Tobias. We will talk a little bit more about those uh, limiting beliefs in the written version of the challenge. Um, I also want to say something um, about the acceptance part that I think is for me is something that has helped me a bit is mm -hmm. that find someone you really know and trust and actually say it out loud to them. You know, I, I've been having this feeling of anxiety or depression and it's actually been something that's been with me for many years. And well, well I've just given an example, you mm -hmm. know, but find someone you really trust and say it out loud to them just to say it, you know, because for me, that's part of the acceptance part. If you have something you really struggle with, saying it out loud actually helps because then it's not something you just keep inside and has something you have in your head all the time. But that's just, just something I have found helpful for me in my life. Yeah, actually. I think it's a very good point, you know. It's a good idea. It's a big part of self-acceptance mm -hmm. mm -hmm. to be able to say it to, to say it to someone else, because often when we dislike a part of ourselves and we try to get rid of it, uh, we can either continue like saying it. So it's our excuse. That's one coping mechanism where mm. we just use it as an excuse. I'm shy. I'm shy. I'm shy. Or we can be like, you know, holding it within and not even, you know, saying anything about it. And when we are in a social situation, we just try to talk so much so that mm. no one notices. So it depends what kind of mechanism that you have been running to cope with that. But it could be that if your mechanism was like to deny it mm. and uh, get rid of it, then it could be that admitting it and talking about it to a good person, someone you trust. Yeah, at least that's a method that has been working for me. You mm -hmm. know, when I've had uh, issues, you know, I I I suspect I have milder anxiety, and I actually I don't mind talking about this because that's how I get through it. I have no reason to hide it. A lot of people go around with uh, all their issues, but maybe never talk about them because they feel it's a taboo. And in this case, you know. It's uh, a big part of it is uncertainty, you know, about taking that leap into the unknown. And it could be maybe be very scary. Um, and then if you feel like you struggle also with shyness on top of that. For me, what has helped, it's actually talking about it. And, and the starting is the acceptance part for me has been saying it out loud to someone I really trust. Because then it's like I'm acknowledging it. And then it's like, okay, I have this thing. Then what can I do now? That's... That's and just what really, I say for me, you know, the, that's helped me. And it's really, really great because when you say it in this way and you acknowledge, you take the responsibility mm. back yeah, and yeah. then you are the one who has the power over it. It's not like it's, it was a great way you said it. It's like I live with shyness, not mm. shyness lives that with lives me. With me yeah. yeah. So it's a really great way of taking yeah. back your power. Lasse, can I ask you, the person you were talking to, was it uh, your close person or was it maybe someone? Because I'm also wondering from this point of view, uh, some people may not have a person mm. to talk to or maybe they still have some kind of a taboo uh, in their head. But sometimes it's good to talk to someone that you don't know. Mm. Like, uh, I don't know, a counselor, coach, mentor. Bec look, we get people people's challenges and we don't know those people many times mm. so um, we 
I can see that maybe for some people it would be easier to talk with someone that is not personally attached. How was it in your case? Was it someone you knew? Well, well actually, I, I started with a psychiatrist, to be okay. honest. So it was a, then it was a neutral person. It wasn't... Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But but that was, that was kind of like, uh, for me, that was like the big hurdle I had to get over. I was actually also saying it to someone I hadn't met before. Felt kind of like a, a little getting out of my comfort zone. Of course. But once I've said it to someone, then I actually, you know, then I thought, well, now I can talk with my brother or sister about it maybe. And I kind of have a feeling they always had that, like an idea, but saying it out loud is actually really liberating, um, you know, so. So, so maybe, yeah, maybe if you don't feel like you have a person you know super well, you can tell it to, yeah, maybe finding like a neutral person and, and, and talk with them. Mm -hmm. to begin with, you know, just to get over that hurdle, you know, yeah. of talking about it. This could be also a preparation for a next step when you actually can open up for the for uh, in front of the people that are close mm -hmm. to you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was really beautiful. Thank you for sharing uh, those uh, reflections. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. You know, yeah. it's like you know, there's uh, nothing to be ashamed about. You know, yeah. every person has something they struggle with. But Lasse, it takes still courage you know to 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 say it so thanks a lot it's uh, extremely I'm, I'm really touched right now i think my brain unfroze completely <laughs> thank you for that no really awesome awesome job lasse mm. it's not scripted guys it's happening live so tobias you have now heard a lot of our reflections about shyness and why it's important to actually embrace it and how embracing it can actually give you your power to deal with it and live it uh, and live with it and uh, when it comes to your concerns about being a shy person who has to reach out to build up a network reach out to clients i have a little advice for you that when you're a shy person and you find it difficult to get like a small talk going with uh, with people that you don't know well what works really well is to approach the person with curiosity I thought that imagine that the other person is naked, that I've heard also works. I'm not sure, maybe some people can get distracted if they see someone attractive naked, but maybe that's uh, that's a tip as well. But what works really well is when you're shy, nervous, anxious or anything like that, something that is disturbing you internally in your communication with other people, you put a lot of attention to yourself. If you decide to leave yourself out for a moment and get curious about the other person, you put your attention out of your inner discomfort into the other person. And if you approach that person with curiosity and you ask that person questions like a sincere, how are you? Where are you from? Like really simple questions, but asked with that curiosity, not to just say anything uh, so that people don't realize that I'm shy, but like really, you know, I have this opportunity to establish a network. I have this opportunity to talk to a potential client. I'm just going to talk to them and have a few like really simple questions ready that will allow you to be in that position 
of a curious interrogator. Yeah, I think it's a it's an empathic interaction when you are actually focusing also on another human being. Another thing I would like to just mention is that you can practice that. It gets better. I know some of my friends that were shy. I think I mentioned in one of our episodes before, they were really shy with girls and they started to practice just talking with girls without no agenda of this has to be my girlfriend or I need to, I don't know, score her. Just talking with girls. And they said, when I started to talk with girls, I started to feel more, you build up that confidence. It's like a muscle, you train it. So I think that practice is also a great thing. In the end of the day, uh, I think it can be slowly overcome. But I still will say that the first thing is is actually to accept it. Say hello to your shyness. Those uh, previous options are A, funny, B, you know, authentic. <clears throat> Where did that come from? Bear. 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 Okay. <laughs> and they have also animal sounds. It was a very, yeah, or maybe you were saying it in a Danish. Or, no, it was in Polish. We like to mix it up. We like to yeah, mix yeah, the languages. Marta, well, good job. Good job, darling. Yes, so they are B, authentic, and <laughs> C. Okay, maybe, maybe Danish. What is C in Danish? C. Oh, Jesus. Tobias, we will be talking about saying hello to your self-confidence and it is be very authentic. I can see that be <laughs> will not be forgotten. So I'll have no. to really consider if I sh- will not cut it all out. Huh. Oh, yeah, we're so smart and funny. That's not funny, Marta. <laughs> That's not funny at all. Okay, so Tobias, basically self-confidence is a quite an interesting concept. In general, confidence and self-confidence are very interesting concepts. So you might have confidence that you are good in doing something. Like, for example, you were playing basketball all your life and you can be very confident that you can play basketball and be completely lacking self-confidence. Because confidence can be built on experiences, you know, based on past experiences that you can do something because you have tried it many times and you have proven yourself in many different occasions. That's confidence. But self-confidence, the true authentic self-confidence has nothing to do with your past experiences and being successful over and over again. Actually, self-confidence in reality is knowing that you are going to make it even if you fail. Mm, That's an interesting, uh, yeah, actually I was thinking when you were starting to say about this. And by the way, guys, we are very sorry because as you know, we are in a radio and we have a bunch of really creative people that are having a creative meeting and they also have a very creative ways of using cutlery and plates so you can hear them but this is this is the conditions we are in, so we are really sorry. The second thing is exactly when you were saying self, say hello to your uh, self-confidence, I was thinking, yeah, but what's the difference between confidence and self-confidence? So thank you for that, Marta. Yeah, I, I just thought when I was preparing for, a sol- when I was solving that challenge, I just like, you know, dig into and went to the, like the wisdom place called the Googles. <laughs> <laughs> the Googles. No. <laughs> a new letter. This program is sponsored by letter A, B, C, and S. I think Sesame Street had that, right? Sesame Street was, was sponsoring, uh, you know, that there was a featured letter for kids to learn. No? Okay. 
We will Google that. <laughs> Google time. Okay, anyway, I have also listened to some podcasts uh, uh, to educate myself a little bit in that area. So basically, self-confidence is something that you always have. It's not dependent on your experiences. So it's not something that you are going to lose in case of a failure. So actually, the authentic self-confidence should never be mistaken with arrogance because there are those people who come across as very self-confident and so on. But the actual true self-confidence or the one that is ideal for me, let's put it this way, it's now my understanding that I'm bringing here, is the one that never has to put anyone down, is the one that uh, doesn't hurt anyone, is not the screamy, huge uh, part of you that I'm going to make it no matter what, is that actual balance within yourself, is that knowing that inner trust, and we will be talking more uh, about the trust, trust in the next option that no matter what you're gonna manage so even if you fail even if you if something goes wrong you know you can take it because you know that every single failure is an opportunity to learn and you know that growing is through failing and learning so i loved this definition i thought this is so beautiful because it's not possible to never fail it's not possible that everything always works out the way we would like it to work out it's not possible to base everything on past experiences in your life so building a true self-confidence is actually building your trust in yourself which will be in the next option Yes, that's uh, that's uh, very linked and I love this definition as well. So thank you, Marta, for that. Lasse, do you think that uh, self-confidence, I would say definition that Marta gave, it's, it's the accurate one, that it's something that is within you, the feeling that no matter what will happen, I will make it? Uh, yeah, that's definitely a very uh, interesting um, point of view I've never um, thought of before. I think that makes sense to me in a way you know um that kind of trust in yourself that if you really want something and you work hard to get it you you also know that i'm probably gonna fail more than once but i know that i'm good at this and i know it's gonna take a couple of tries to succeed so yeah i think that's a very interesting take on it i've never thought of it that way before but i, I think that's a, a, a good way to view self-confidence as something yeah not being afraid of failure Yeah. you still have confidence that you can make it despite of that you know mm-hmm. or yeah that's just a natural thing failure you know that's that will happen to you not being scared because of it still going for your dream or feeling the fear and doing it anyway yeah yeah so Tobias, you have mentioned that you feel that you are lacking the self-confidence to go for it, to go quit that job and start your own business. So I just wanted to tell you that it would be such a beautiful gift that you could give yourself to start building your self-confidence because your self-confidence depends only on you. It is nothing that someone can take away from you or, I mean, you can let others take it away from you, but it is your own thing it depends on what you have in your mind so basically self-confidence is about managing your mind yeah i i totally agree and i think that uh, some of us and I, i i was always trying to figure out you know how 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 is it that some of us have way more self-confidence and some some of us just struggle with it or well, sometimes the self-confidence you know can be exactly as you said marta 
you, no one can take it from you, but you can allow it to be taken from you if you allow other people to, to affect you very much. But it's really, really interesting. How would you say to Tobias that he can build it? So I would say that if we uh, assume that self-confidence is something within you, something that you can manage and something that you can build is something that you can give away to others. And if you can give away something, that means that you can also take it back. So it's all about taking as always, actually, it's all about taking responsibility for yourself. And with responsibility, you get your power back. So you have to acknowledge that there is only one way to build your self-confidence is about managing your mind. So of course, depending, we were talking about it also when we were talking about shyness, depending on where the lack of self-confidence has come from, has there ever been any events that have built up uh, on uh, the lack of self-confidence? Have there uh, been yeah, like experiences or do you feel like you were born this way? Uh, there could be, of course, some different ways to approaching it, but still no matter where it came from, it is yours. It doesn't have to be the big screamy, uh, you know, one where you are the star of each and every single meeting. Self-confidence can be something totally quiet, something totally balanced, something totally within yourself. And the way to go is actually, uh, I believe, through this self-trust. Uh, and uh, I guess we will soon have to go to this option to actually disclose how to get there. Yeah, I actually love that option and I'm I'm really looking forward when we will be discussing it. But I think uh, the last thing I would like to point out here, one of the very dangerous things is, of course, we are all born somehow different, but is to believe that I was born this way and this is how it is, you know? Like I was born with a lack of self-confidence or I was born shy or I was born like this or like that. Yes, I think all kids are different and since the newborn, yes, this is true. But I think life is about realizing that you can reinvent or recreate yourself, that you actually have the power to change. I think Lasse is abandoning us because he has to join that creative meeting. I have to go to a meeting, meeting unfortunately. Okay, so Lasse, you can say goodbye to our wonderful listeners. Bye. Bye, listeners. Bye, listeners. And we will have to go through the trust, the two of us. So Lasse is gone, but we are not because we are You've Got Five Options. And yeah, we continue with Marta. And we are not inviting to that super awesome creative meeting. Yeah, <laughs> we should take it personally. <laughs> what the hell? No, we are not taking it personally. We are happy for them and we are happy to be here as well. So you were, Anna, uh, finishing your thought and I don't remember if you have managed to finish about yeah, this. I, yeah. I finished, I finished because uh, I was just talking about, you know, very dangerous um, thinking that, you know, I'm born this way. And uh, yeah, guys, yes, we are all born some way, but it's totally in our power and capability to change ourselves, to reinvent ourselves. And I saw it so many times. And, uh, you know, it's like I, I met people who almost led like five different lives, you know, and it's it's work, but it's it's beautiful, gratifying journey to to reinvent yourself into the better version. So yes, you might have been born with certain personality traits or predispositions, but if you 
consciously make a decision that you would like to work on it and change it because it no longer serves you. It's not only possible, it's um, it's it's amazing. It's totally amazing. And in case you guys didn't know, we also, as part of You've Got Five Options, actually work with people directly as well. So if you are one of these people who would like to Uh, get some support on your journey to working with your limiting beliefs, your self-confidence issues, uh, just wanting to get out there and really move on in your life. We are organizing events. We are organizing workshops and we also offer individual coaching and mentoring sessions. So if you would like to work with us, then you can visit our website, the5options.com. T-H-E-5 options.com. And now let's move on to this trust. So saying hello to the trust. Trust is a very interesting topic. And also when I was researching, uh, preparing for solving that uh, challenge, I thought that it is worth mentioning two types of trusts, the self-trust and trust to a higher force. So some of us uh, call it a God, others call it universe. It can have many different names. Uh, We we can have our uh, private names for that. But many of us believe there is something outside or something bigger, something, uh, yeah, bigger than us. (laughs) (laughs) something that can guide us something that is a source of a of a high frequency high energy something that we can try to discover and and take from i think we we are both from poland originally if you haven't noticed listening to be authentic (laughs) Uh, and you know of course we were raised in a culture when uh, Catholic Church is the dominating uh, religion, so let's say we believe in God. But of course, you know, this is a personal thing. Actually, I'm not a part of a Catholic Church anymore. Should I say that? I don't know. I don't know if it matters. uh... Yeah, but uh, let's say over the years, and that's actually a fantastic thing, fantastic example. I was born a Catholic. I was raised in that religion. I was going to church when I was a kid and I actually was going to church very often. And then through uh, discovery, curiosity, and also work on myself, I have redefined myself at definition of God. Everything can be changed. Also very, very hardcore setups because I think religion and culture are one of the most strongest influences on us. So another example, but yeah, that's what we mean. The higher power. Let's call it like this. The journey to the higher power, however, is still through us. So I think the most important and that we will talk about the most, although we don't have that much time left. (laughs) But anyway, self-trust. What is that self-trust for you, Anna? Self-trust, it's uh, quite um, because when you define self-confidence, meaning the belief that you actually can make it even if you fail, that comes from the self-trust. And tr- and you know, actually, self-trust, it's not something that you can take it for granted. And many times we doubt ourselves, I think. And many times I have doubted myself. Uh, can I really do it? Can I really trust myself? Especially if you have some issues, let's say, with addictions, then you might think, okay, if I will, I don't know, drink or whatever, I don't trust myself. So self-trust is a a belief that I can rely on myself and in a way moderate my behavior and my attitude 
regardless of anything around me. That's, this is how I would define it. Yeah, it's uh, it's a very good definition. And of course, self-trust can mean something uh, different to all of us. The reality, though, is that if we are lacking this, if we are lacking this connection with ourselves, this uh, love towards ourselves and being our own very good friends and having our own back, it's very difficult to succeed in life. So actually, to be able to be successful, to be able to go through that journey of uh, quitting the life that has served you for a while and no longer serves you and going out there, facing new challenges, starting your own business, you really have to work on that self-trust. And that's a good part. The self-trust can totally be worked because it is very internal. It's, it's very much yours, is something that you can cultivate within yourself, is something that you can increase each and every day. So that's very good news. It really depends on yourself. It's really something that you can work with and uh, that's something that you can build over time, but you can start now, today. Yeah, and I think, Marta, you have a really good tips on how to actually start to slowly build your self-trust. Yeah, I have uh, also reached out to the Googles. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to the Googles! <laughs> yes. To the Shuffle! That's from yeah. a movie. So basically, there is a lot of articles. And if you reach out to our written version of your challenge uh, that will be posted on our website, you'll find the links because I found some really nice articles about how to build your self-trust and how to build the trust that everything is going to be okay, that trust in the universe or trust in the God, in the higher power. But basically, the, the road the path to the trust in the universe anyway comes f uh, through the self-trust. And it's really about staying in touch with yourself. So it's really creating time in your everyday life where you have the time to be listening to yourself, where you have the time to recognize what is it that you really like, what is it that you dislike, what is it that this inner gut, this inner guidance is telling you. Because then you will be also feeling much more confident you'll build up on your self-confidence that you can depend on yourself that you can have your own back and that uh, you will have your inner support no matter what happens marta very smart thing that you have just said was that uh, you build self-trust by listening to yourself by going into yourself by spending time with yourself and now i thought why it's so important because you know of course i gave gave the example with the addictions you know when people consume i don't know alcohol or they take drugs and then they turn into another person and they can say i cannot trust myself you know but actually a more common thing that i think we could relate to is that people don't trust themselves because they know that other people are very easily influencing them. And you can be really easily influenced by others and, for instance, change your mind, often unable to make a decision or uh, be scared or afraid because someone told you something because you are not listening to yourself. And then when you don't have that inner voice or that inner work and that kind of knowing of who you are, you actually can be influenced by others. And then I would say, I wouldn't trust myself. If I would know, okay, others can easily influence me, then you cannot trust yourself. Then also your self-confidence is going down. 
Yeah, and it's uh, really a beautiful topic and it's something that uh, we often discuss in our podcasts and in different challenges, this part of how important it is to set a good relationship with yourself and how to build up this ability to listen to people and take their opinions as a neutral input because it's great to interact with other people. There is a lot of great things they can notice about ourselves that we don't know. So it's not like cut out (laughs) communication with other people and only listen to yourself because you know, you You really know. know (laughs) You know, you know the best. It's actually (laughs) true. Yeah, but you know, it's there is also a difference. And also what you have pointed out, the difference between self-confidence and arrogance. Some people actually, they have that kind of stubbornness, like I know the best. You cannot tell me anything I will do it always my way and so on so on that's also dangerous but here we talk about and I love the way you put it that kind of a balanced quiet self-confidence in yourself based on the fact that you are not just stubborn and you are trying to mask some other insecurities by being over stubborn or over aggressive but that comes from that inner wisdom that you have developed because you listened and you know yourself Yeah, it's really, really beautifully said. And we have some more tips for you on how to build that self-trust and the trust that everything will turn out the best for you. So please visit our website and have a look because now it's time to close that challenge. It it has been a beautiful challenge. So Tobias, uh, you can see that you were a big inspiration for us. Mm-hmm. And Lasse has also added uh, with his beautiful uh, confessions. Yeah, it was that was magic. Yeah. So Tobias, good luck. We hope that you uh, find uh, that power in yourself to make the transition from your old self to your new self and that you will have a beautiful goodbye with your manager. You'll say goodbye to your old life and uh, to your old routines, that you will say hello to your shyness, say hello to your self-confidence and say hello to the trust. Yes, and we really hope that we will be able to hear from you because you can always drop us a message via our website or fan page on Facebook. And for all of you guys out there who are listening and our six YouTube subscribers or maybe more right now, we would like to say that we would love to help you if you have any challenge. So if you do, please uh, visit our website at the5options.com, five as a number. There is a submission form just on the front page and you can just send us your problem, describe it, and we will solve it for you on the radio show. Thank you. Thank you very much. Bye. Have an awesome week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's all, folks. You are listening to You've Got 5 Options podcast, where we solve your life challenges. Remember that you can visit our website and submit your challenge or comment at other people's challenges at you'vegot5options.com. This is www.youvegot5 as a number options.com. 
Next time, we will be discussing Ruby's challenge. What do you do when you find out that your boyfriend has a Tinder profile? Should you just confront him or should you try to figure it out in a more tricky way? We have five options for Ruby. If you want to know them, then you have to hear our next episode. And if you like what you've heard, please make sure that you leave us a review on iTunes. That's all, folks!